At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number two of Final Countdown here on Beast and Matt Brown. Jonathan Von Tobel in here on a Friday. Of course, it is the Viper and the Warthog here on uh, hour number two. And uh, we are going to give you nothing but winners. No, I'm kidding. We are uh, going to talk to New York Giants and the Jacksonville Jaguars. 17-3 yes. in our last 10. The, the, uh, night games yeah, right after a bye coming right. off of yeah an injury and stuff. During the winter equinox. <laughs> we are. Uh, we're looking here at this it's Jags team that are three-point home favorites over the Giants. 43 is the total. This is this is basically the prove-it game for the Giants, I'm cracking right? cracking my knuckles because I mean, I'm ready for this one. Yeah, I mean, this is this this is the prove-it game for the Giants. It's uh, This this market has said we don't agree with this 5-1 right. We do not agree that you are a good team. You are still going to be an underdog to this Jags team that has uh, underperformed at least a little bit here over the last few weeks. So, uh, John, I know you're on this game. And uh, is this – are they going to prove it or are they not going to it's prove not, it? The Viper's going to – Yeah. He's going to get in here, man, because uh, I know. Like, I so last weekend I took the shot and mm-hmm. I had the Ravens up twenty to ten in the fourth quarter, and I'm like, dude, this is going to work. <laughs> I was right. Uh, that, that the Giants stink, but like clearly, if you look at what has transpired over the first six games, this is not a five and one team. If you look at any number, this is not a five and one team, and yet they are. So I am in. Like you talked about uh, holding on to the Bengals, right, mm-hmm. with your cold dead hands, yeah. and you're going to be stubborn. I'm going to be stubborn here. I got burned by Lamar Jackson and the Ravens last week, but I feel like I was on the right path. So I'm going to lay this three with Jacksonville. And you're right. Like the market tells you that, right? If this was, if there was a sentiment that Jacksonville is being overpriced here, these threes would not exist. Yes, they would not exist market wide, mm-hmm. and that is where it's at. And you know, we talked about the betting splits. That is despite overwhelming support for the Giants, side, yeah. right? From a public standpoint. Like for the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think that defensively they're a very undervalued team when you look at what they're able to do, but it's more about playing against New York and the fact that this team has, for lack of a better term, gotten away with murder over mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks. Lamar, getting Lamar Jackson on a, what was it, a third down when they're up to grab a loose ball and chuck it downfield that you then intercept and turn into a winning touchdown. Like those things just don't happen. I'm going to play against them again here, mm-hmm. and I, I think I am going down the right path. We look at this uh, at, at this Giants team, and I, you know, we'll we'll do the whole credit where credit's due. Daniel Jones has not been turning the ball over, Correct. so there is there is that. If we want to talk the positives for the Giants side here, he has not been turning the ball over, and that is a step in the right direction for sure. And and listen, I think credit where credit's due to Daniel Jones as well because he's been doing this with a ragtag group of receivers. Somehow they've been winning games. I understand, yes, very fortunate to win the games, but they've been doing it with nobody out there. And oh, by the way, here we go again. No Galladay, no Kadarius Tony this week yet again. They do at least get Wondell Robinson back, and they spent some nice draft capital on him. So they will hope that he kind of has to. Defer, well, he's going to have to defer, turn in the de facto number one receiver there for them this season. So you know they 
have been kind of doing the whole lemonade out of lemons thing so far, but I, I do Dable's believe awesome. he, he's, yes, he's, he is. I actually think the future's bright for this Giants team overall. Yeah. If Robinson is, you know, what they drafted him to be, if they can move Tony for whatever they move him for another pick or, or whatever it might be. I mean, I, I think the future is bright for this team, but this could be where it does come. Like you say, like kind of, not, not crashing back down to earth, but let's just call it a, a, a correction for, you know, running on the right side of variance. So yeah, far like this year. For, from this point on, they should start to look more like the giants that they, mm-hmm. they are statistically barely getting by games, you know, an offense that is barely above average. I say actually, that's being kind of mm-hmm. kind. They're below average. Uh, no, like this is kind of the turning point. I would think for the giants and for Jacksonville too, this is a really good opportunity because offensively, you know, when you look at some of the metrics behind them and where they're at, you know, they're middle of the pack kind of like floating around just outside mm-hmm. of that top 10 in terms of EPA offensively and DVOA too. But defensively, this team's awesome. I really like what they bring to the table. This should be a unit, like you said, ragtag bunch of receivers mm-hmm. that you as a defense should be able to contain with as much ease comes in an yep. NFL game. You should be able to have a really good game. And this is, to me, as much as it's a prove-it game for the Giants, it's also a prove-it game for me for, for Trevor Lawrence. I mean, listen, this mm-hmm. is going to be – this this defense is not going to pose a ton of threat to you. This defense should be able to be scored on. This defense should be able to be had. And if he can't do it in this game at home in this in this scenario, I might have to kind of reevaluate where I have kind of the Jags and what I think that the upside of this Jag squad can be. Because as we know, you only go as far as your quarterback can take you in the NFL. And if he can't get it done here against the Giants, then, you know, listen, the upside is certainly limited for this Jaguars team. Yes. And uh, and he did a good job after two games, in which he turned the ball over like crazy. Uh, he limited that and did not commit mm-hmm. a single turnover where they play against Indianapolis. You saw how much more effective the offense can be. So he turns it. He, he holds onto the ball, doesn't put it in danger. Should be a good day for the Jacksonville offense. So play this back when the Giants win by 20. <laughs> Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens. We got the Ravens as six and a half point home favorites here. 45 and a half is your total. Some good news, some bad news for the Ravens. They did get Mark Andrews back at practice today, but J.K. Dobbins is going to go under the knife. Not that this is any surprise, right. guys. Just not been able to, uh, to, to stay healthy in the NFL. But uh, Browns, I'm wondering, John, if – we were talking about how efficient Jacoby Brissett was over the first few weeks. And I do wonder when you are limited from a skill set perspective and listen, he is a fine backup and he has done fine for the Browns for what they've asked him to do. Right. They just didn't want to get, they just didn't want to get so far down in this division. When they finally get Deshaun Watson back, they have absolutely no hope of, mm-hmm. of doing anything. And I think he's done a fine job with that. But I do wonder when you have a guy that is as limited as Jacoby Brissett, these NFL teams are smart. These defensive coordinators are smart. We have a ton of different – We, you know, you and I do it all the time. We, we, You get a bigger sample size. You get better advanced metrics. You get more tape to watch on a guy. And I wonder if they've started to kind of figure him out a little bit here because we have seen that efficiency. We have seen all of that kind of start to decrease here over the last yep. few weeks. And I, I'm wondering if that's kind of what we're seeing. Happen. I think so. Yeah. I, look, so if you're looking at it from a game, it's weird because, like, narratively, the thought was with Jacoby said, hey, man, cool, man. If you get him to start you, like, three or four mm-hmm. games, he'll put you in a solid spot. But as the sample size expands, you know, maybe you're going to get a little bit more. Like, it's going to get a little bit more dicey. That's kind of been the case, right? Mm-hmm. He's gotten progressively worse since that game against the Steelers. His grades, PFF-wise, have gotten progressively worse uh, since that game against the Steelers. EPA numbers, they have fallen down mm-hmm. per, like, per play. Uh, excuse me, in terms of passing, yep. they have fallen down. DVOA and passing offense, they have fallen down. Their rushing offense has stayed pretty much where it's at. Yeah. But it's the passing efficiency that has suffered for this team, and it does not help when your defense has been shockingly terrible. Ooh, which what is, incre- is going on, man? <laughs> this is the incredible. team with the most amount of talent that has performed at the lowest I, level that I've seen in a long time. I wrote about it. Like, so I wrote about yeah. the AFC North and the guide, and like yeah. one of the things was like, you should be able to count on them defensively. <laughs> they got good state. Like, it's been terrible yeah. how bad they've been. And we're talking like bottom of the league bad mm-hmm. for them. So that's kind of the problem is you can run the offense, you can run the ball and they have an explosive running game as explosive as you can be. But when your offense starts to suffer and you can't keep up with what your defense is giving up, that's where you kind of get into this territory. The Browns are at right now. And it kind of seems that he is starting to turn a little bit more into a pumpkin. Now I think it's kind of worn out. Yeah. I look at this total and I, I, feel like I want to play the over because of how bad the Browns defense is. And, and well, as you mentioned, the rush offense has been super incredibly efficient. And if you're, it doesn't matter if you're run heavy, if you're efficient, you're going to score points as it is. Anyway, I, I think that they can put up a handful of points here on this Ravens defense that has been again, kind of shockingly bad as well. Um, especially if you want to pick on them, you can certainly pick on them on the ground. And that's where the Browns certainly uh, succeed. I just haven't put in it. I haven't put it in the account quite yet, and I don't know why. Yeah, no, I, I think that's the way to attack it. Because I'll tell you mm-hmm. this: um, I don't know how you can lay anything with Baltimore feel safe anymore. Yeah. 
given these leads right. that they're blowing and, and what's been going on with them defensively. And, you know, we saw it kind of pop up. It was Lamar Jackson's fault a little bit there mm-hmm. in that last game. I, I think playing it over would be the way to go if you were going to play it because I don't think you're comfortable taking six and a half given how poor this yeah. pass offense has been. And I don't think you're comfortable laying six and a half, I personally, when you know how bad this defense has been at keeping a lead. Yeah, I like that. I think the over is the play if you're going to play this one. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't trust either side of this thing. We've got the Jets and the Broncos. And, John, this is a game in which we have now seen this has fallen all the way to – it was a pick yesterday. Now the Broncos back to a point favorite at home against the Jets. 38.5 is the total, as we were talking, laughing about. There are 37.5s in the market out there. As well, I mean, we're talking preseason type totals yep. here in, in in this game. We know Russell Wilson's dealing with a shoulder now, a hamstring. Um, we have the running back controversy. We have maybe one of the worst coach teams in the NFL in the Broncos, and then you have the Jets, maybe riding the highest public sentiment that we've had about the Jets in quite some time. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know if this is an overreaction because I. I this Broncos team might actually just be broken. And so I I want to feel like this is an overreaction. I want to feel like this is a spot to take the Broncos. I want to feel like that this, everybody's looking at this jet squad and not really digging in that the, yes, the defense has been good. The offense has been just okay. I mean, like it been pretty bad actually. And so, that being said, maybe this Broncos team is just broken. And and if if that's the case, then I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be back in a team that's just Well, there's a new no Danger Witch commercial out. That might yes, that might kind of help buoy that's the, true. Uh, the That's uh, true. The masses here with yeah. the Denver Broncos. No, I agree. I think this. So, the one thing that would give me pause is the one thing that you pointed to. When we talk about some of these teams that are kind of fool's gold, which is like mm-hmm. the New York Giants at the top of that list. The Cowboys with Cooper Rush mm-hmm. to a certain extent. There were clear and obvious weaknesses, I thought, on both sides you can kind of point to. And specifically with the Giants, you can really point to. With the Jets, you at least can go, well, defensively, we're legitimate. Mm-hmm. And so even if Russell Wilson is going to start and play and be healthy to whatever extent healthy he can be, this is still a defense that can contain an offense mm-hmm. that was absolutely terrible through these first few games. And keep in mind, too, I mean, that Chargers game, for example – Statistically, that's not a good defense. Yeah. And they still couldn't do anything against that unit yep. either. And that, I think, is troublesome here. And that's what gives me pause. I agree with you. Like, again, I always talk about like, the market and where these teams are at from a rating standpoint. It seems we're at, like, the bottom of the barrel here for Denver. <laughs> right. And, like, I really kind of want to get involved and, like, go in that direction. I mean, think about this. They were laying – they were, they were a one-point underdog or one-point favorite in that Sunday night game against San Francisco. Yeah. And now they're just barely laying one against the New York Jets. <laughs> like, it is pretty crazy when you look at it from that perspective. Yeah, I, I, and, and listen, I know that this is a ridiculously low total, but I keep looking at this and saying, how could you possibly put in an over ticket on this one? So it, you want to, just simply, do you want to sweat out an over watching Jets and Broncos? Right. It's, like it, it is, be, it is pulling teeth. A, a top three, top maybe even the best defense in the NFL in Denver. As you mentioned, this is a, a definitely a legitimate Jets defense as well. A limited quarterback on the Denver side of things. And if he can't go, we're going to get Brett Rippon, right? I mean, right. D- going for them. And a New York Jets offense that, as you mentioned, is kind of like the smoke and mirrors because people are looking at scoreboards and stuff. Like, they're 31st overall, according Didn't to Pro Football Focus. Yeah, I mean, the defensive they, they are 31st overall, according to Pro Football Focus. Their offensive EPA is in the bottom third of the league. Their early down success rate's in the bottom four of the league. And, and I think, too, they're just really quickly to not make the case or to make the case mm. for the under one more time, even for a guy like Russell Wilson, he's not even putting the ball in danger. Their offense just sucks. Yeah. That's the thing. He's not committing turnover-worthy plays that are really <laughs> Because <laughs> you can't do anything right. with all of this. Uh, Houston Texans and the Las Vegas Raiders, Seattle Seahawks, Los Angeles Chargers when we come back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make game day more chill with some extra cash. Play free during the college football season with the Coors Light College Football Pick'em. Join 15 free-to-play pools for your shot at $5,000 in weekly prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Coors Light Pick'em. That's all one word, Coors Light Pick'em. To join in on the action course light, perfect shot of refreshment, 21 or older only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And as always, drink responsibly. John, we are, you know, running through the NFL slate for sure, but we do have NBA games, a full slate of NBA games tonight. And you have some uh, you have some bets in your account, so I would like you oh, to yes. tell the masses out there how you're going to go 3-0 lock of the week, century of the week. You got this. Now there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll start at the top. So, uh, like I said, I really enjoyed the NBA, but, man, we're only three days in, and I'm regretting <laughs> career choices. Uh, not that it's actually been bad, but yes. it's just it's such so stressful. All right, Pelicans, Hornets, uh, we'll start here. So, the Pelicans, I think, so here's I'll set the table like this because it actually ties into another game. The market on Wednesday actually came in against the Hornets, and they bet the Spurs like crazy. And it went from Hornets minus three and a half all the way to Spurs minus one in some spots. Part of that was the Mellow Ball's injury. Part of that was the market, which I agree with the sentiment at least, is playing against Charlotte. I just don't think they picked the right team to do it with, right, which is San Antonio. <laughs> right. I'm going to pick the Hornets here. I laid six this morning. By the way, all these picks are up very early in the morning, 4.35 a.m. Mm. Western time, Pacific time, uh, if you want to get the article at Easton.com. So laid six for the Pelicans this morning because I think the sentiment is correct. The Hornets are going to stink this year. There is no LaMelo ball. They're also a small team that can't keep up with the offensive rebounding and just rebounding in general for the Pelicans. The Pelicans had 61 rebounds as a whole against Brooklyn, and this is going to be a smaller or worse, I think, rebounding team in the Hornets. So I'm going to roll with that sentiment, but I'm going to go with the better team here. Late six, numbers up to seven. With uh, with the Pelicans, after, I mean, super small sample size here, but you look and you see, now that you've at least seen a little bit of the Ingram, McCollum, Zion on the court together, playing together, whatever. I am I'm in love with this. I, I think this oh, team is going be, to be yeah. one of the most fun teams to watch. So again, so long as they stay healthy. But I mean, I think night in, night out, you're going to want to tune in to, to watch oh, this team play. Yes, and I th- so when we talked about it before the season mm-hmm. started, I think I remember telling you, like, yeah, for the guy they took under, yeah. like, I don't know if they're going to defend. It was nothing strong. Sure. And I sat and I'm watching that game against Brooklyn, and I'm like, man, they're going to be really freaking good. <laughs> like, I still have questions about if they're going to be able to defend because Brooklyn sure. was missing two key guys. Seth Curry, Joe Harris weren't playing that night. So, they, you know, but they're they're going to be a lot of fun, like you said. Herb Jones, by the way, 66-1 to win defense player of the year, uh, closing out on KD and blocking a three-point mm-hmm. shot. They got everything, man. They're freaking awesome. So they're going to be a lot of fun. I agree. Three three uh, different player props tonight. Zion's, yeah. Zion's at 24-and-a-half. Uh, Ingram's at 22-and-a-half. And then McCollum is at night. So you got three different players propped at 20-plus points, just to let you know kind of how this offense and is. you sparked something in my brain. Yeah. We talked about this on, by the way, new episode of Hardwood Handicappers podcast is up. Check that out. Kelly Bidlin and myself uh, for the late week episode. Subscribe. Rate, review, download, all that stuff. It's got a lot of content coming out here. Mm -hmm. Uh, But 
So the thing that stuck out about that box score for Brooklyn and um, New Orleans, it's not just the rebounding. Every single player that got on the floor for New Orleans had two or more assists. They are moving the ball around mm-hmm. like crazy. Like it's a really fun team to watch to your point. And some of those assist props for some of these guys like Zion, who's going to run the point a little bit in some of these possessions. It'll be interesting to watch how those adjust because I think he's going to be a pretty good passer. He's shown that he can be a good passer mm-hmm. and those numbers are going to go up. So yes, Pelicans up there. Uh, also bet this total over for Celtics and heat. So it opened up to 18 and a half. Mm-hmm. We're up to two nineteen and a half market wide. So at least I feel pretty good. One of the things too, Matt, that I like early on, it's not even, I know people want winners, mm-hmm. but it's that I still early on have a read for where the market's yep, going to yep, go, yep. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so betting this over two eighteen and a half, and it's up to two nineteen and a half, and some spots peaked at two twenty. So the Celtics, everybody gets wrapped up, right? And Hey man, they beat the crap out of the Sixers. Everything looks good. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown scored both the, you know, combined 70 points. But what stuck out to me was the 76ers had an offensive rating in nearly 120, mm. right? They might have lost that game, but their offense operated at a really high level. And Robert Williams is not playing, obviously. I think this Celtics team defensively is not going to be as dominant without Robert Williams out there. Their center position is a little bit of a nightmare behind Al Horford. And so I'm going to test that theory here. The Heat offensively weren't very good against Chicago. Mm-hmm. But a big reason why was they turned it over on nearly 20% of their possessions. But if you look at the box score, Jimmy Butler got to the free throw line, and I think, 17 times. Tyler Hero shot the ball extremely well, had over 20 points. So did Max Struess. I think there's good offense here for the Heat. And if I'm right about the Celtics not being as good offensively or defensively, excuse me, I think I'm going to test that theory, bet this thing over 218.5. So I at least got the market right move there. So bet that thing over 218.5. And, and one more in your account tonight? Oh, yeah. So I did not read the market right here. But <laughs> here's the thing I, there's times where, you know what, you don't read the market right, but maybe the yeah. market's wrong. Yep. So, and I don't, so it's early. I'm going to feel comfortable going to battle, laying three with the Pacers, even though it's down to one and a half. But what's going to be fascinating is, like I mentioned, the market was all in on San Antonio against Charlotte, and they got smoked. Mm. They were terrible. They averaged well under a point per possession against a team that projects to be in the bottom 20s in defensive efficiency. This is simply just, I don't know if the market is realizing. I get it, right? If you're looking at it statistically, these teams are not as bad as we Mm. expect them to be sometimes. But at the same time, there is something to be said for what the Spurs roster looks like and what they want at the end of the day. What they want at the end of the day is to be terrible, mm-hmm. and this roster projects that, and you saw in that first game, it's exactly what transpired. And keep in mind, the Pacers, they got some good young talent. Tyrese Halliburton is going to be the best player on the floor. I love that kid. He's freaking fantastic. Benedict Matherin showed, put up a good performance here too. Like there are some really solid talent that the Pacers have here that I think is going to be able to win out against a pretty poor Spurs team. So I am surprised. I got that wrong. Late three, it's down to one and a half, but we'll see who wins at yeah, the end yeah, of the day. Seriously, that's yeah. all that matters, right? And again, hardwood handicappers go in, subscribe, rate, review. Uh, awesome stuff to help you with your NBA handicapping this season. Let's go back to the NFL. We got a game down the road here. We got the Las Vegas Raiders hosting the Houston Texans. Seven-point favorites are the Raiders at home. 45.5 to 46 is the total out there in the market. Now, for a team that is uh, is coming off of a bye, you would certainly like to have the rest advantage. You are not getting that here in this mm-hmm. because the Texans also coming off of a bye, which is why I weirdly want to stay away from this game, even yes. though I believe that the Texans are are truly bad, one of the four worst teams in the in the NFL. But I think they probably know that. You have two weeks to prepare for one single game, you know, that's an afternoon window game out in Las Vegas in the fancy new dome and all that. Like, this could almost be like a miniature playoff game for the Texans where they, you know, you got two weeks to prepare. Let's go give our best effort here. I just can't do it. Every conventional wisdom says, yes, the Raiders, this is almost disrespectful for this team coming off of the bye, getting healthier, more guys. Uh, back in the lineup for them, but I just I couldn't get there for this one, man. Well, and here's the thing: they actually, they make an argument they're not. Their second yeah. best defensive player, Nate Hobbs, just hit IR. The Las yeah. Vegas Raiders. That's kind of a big deal for a team whose secondary has been slowly falling down the metrics when it comes to their pass defense. And that's so that's part of it. I think defensively, we're getting so wrapped up in how disjointed this Raiders offense has mm-hmm. been. I think we're kind of missing, like, what is it, the force for the trees? This defense still kind of stinks outside mm-hmm. of Max Crosby and Chandler Jones. Like, their secondary has not been very good. Uh, like I mentioned, DVOA and EPA per play, they're down in the 20s in terms of their pass defense. And to give the Texans some credit, I mean, yes, they're a bad team. They're also 4-1 against the spread because the market has not really rated how, like, at least plucky, yeah. to give it to a certain extent, has been. So this is one where we talk about reading the market wrong. I read the market wrong. I grabbed seven because I figured it would come off of it. That hasn't yep. been the case. It's been sitting at seven all week. So it gives you an idea where the support's at here and where it might come in. 
Um, but I, I'm, I'm going to take the risk here that that Nate Hobbs injury, which is by PFF grading, their second best defensive player mm-hmm. for a bad defense is a pretty big deal here for the Raiders. And if you look at Houston and it's, it, it hasn't really shown out completely yet in the advanced statistics because they've just recently gone to Damian Pierce exclusively. And yeah. so, but he can play man. Like, yeah. and, and, you know, this is a team like you're talking about, like if, if, if they have some play, because like, Brandon Cooks is, is, is he's not a tier one receiver anymore, but again, he's, he's a dude. Nico Collins, I think is going to end up being a solid kind of number three wide receiver in the NFL. Like they have guys. I think that if you let them hang around, mm-hmm. they're going to be annoying. Like yep. I think they're going to be annoying. And so that's why that, that full touchdown, it would certainly be a, a Texans or pass for me too, yep. man. And like that's, so you look at some of these pass results too for them, like, like 6.6 yards per play, I think is what they gave up to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, we know about the drives for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's just the thing that worries me here when you're talking about laying a full seven for the Raiders. Seattle Seahawks and the Los Angeles Chargers. We have the Chargers sitting right now at five, five and a half. So that kind of dead zone when it comes to the spread. 50 and a half, your biggest total of the week in this game. We know this is because Seattle Seahawks have been putting up pretty good numbers on the offensive side and giving it up on the defensive side as well. That being said, I wonder if the same thing we were talking about with Jacoby Brissett might be happening with Geno Smith as well. We have seen at least Don't a, you dare. A, a kind of a step back at least a little bit here for him the last couple of weeks. And again, Chargers defense, nothing to write home about, but we still see them as a solid, you know, five and a half point favorite in this game. Yeah, and like his, like passing wise, he kind of graded out a little bit better than the performance yeah. uh, show maybe. Um, but I think when you look at it from Smith's standpoint, like, I think this is a secondary still that you can, for lack of a better term, kind of get right against. Mm-hmm. Right, The secondary is not really graded out well. Their coverage grades haven't been very good. I'm kicking myself because this is one at the beginning of the week where I was at six and a half, and I'm like, oh, cool, let's see if it gets to seven. Yeah. The other way, so I missed mm-hmm. out on that. Uh, I kind of, I still kind of like Seattle here. I, I just, the number is obviously dead, so I'm just going to mm-hmm. sit back and see what happens to it. But I agree to the extent that one bad game for Geno Smith, maybe it's not fair. It does give you a little pause because you're like, Okay. We've seen this before, right? Yeah, we've seen this before, right? Like <laughs> we've seen is... bad Geno before. Yeah, but I, yeah. I, I feel like the sample size is large enough of adequate quarterback play mm-hmm. that he is going to bounce back. I do want to revisit this game and talk about the total here on the other side. We'll still hit, of course, the big game of the week, Chiefs and 49ers, Steelers and Dolphins as well. Don't go anywhere. Final countdown coming back. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to the best betting talent in the game. If you haven't subscribed yet, what's your problem? VEASAN has a midseason offer to make you a smarter, better. Sign up now for $99. Get VEASAN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl, which is now the second week in February. So you get an extra week here right. to you know be part of all this. Get everything VEASAN has to offer, including 24-7 live shows and subscriber-only betting guides, college bowl season, and the Super Bowl, all for less than the normal monthly rate. You also get VEASAN subscriber-only season prep guides for the NHL, NBA, and the World Cup. It's the best bet in the game, $99. VEASAN Pro now through the Super Bowl. VEASAN.com slash subscribe, as always drink responsibly. I have a newfound respect for Warthogs, and this was one of the best breaks we've had in the seven weeks that we've been doing this show, John. We look it up. One, Warthogs can run 34 miles an hour. Top speed, baby. 34 miles an hour. That warthog was moving. <laughs> that was incredible. In that video. Well, I blame I blame mainstream media because I thought my perception of warthogs all comes from the Lion King, Ooh. where Pumbaa was a fat mess yeah. who couldn't run. Uh, not the case. No. These are lean, mean fighting machines. Teach your kids, parents. This is that was that's a lie. That's <laughs> a lie. There's a real this the thing can run 34 miles an hour. This, don't let the warthogs get a bad name. That, that I think people think we're going over the top. That was one of the more incredible like clips it really I've was. ever seen. I did not know they could move that fast. No. No, you expect it night. It looks kind of wonky, the animal. Right. You don't expect it to be able to, and then it just took off like a like a, like a lightning bolt. And if I you're just, wondering why we were looking at Warthog videos, I mean, pay attention. Yes, it's the Viper That's and the Warthog it. here on Fridays uh, on VEASAN. Okay, so I want to revisit this Seahawks Chargers real quick because 50 and a half, so it's the highest total, you know, of the week. And, again, we have gotten to the point where I think we're just looking at Seattle and saying, okay, they can score. They can't stop anyone. We're going we're gonna to slap a big number okay. on this. But – do we think that this Chargers defense is as bad as we have seen through the first six weeks of the season? Listen, they bench J.C. Jackson, who, by the way, did you see this stat that he has the is the worst graded player at any position in the history of pro football focus? 
Get out of here. Really? No, yes. No, I did now, not see this. Now, small-ish sample size, obviously. Right. I mean, like, whatever. But he is, he is a 29.6, which is the lowest-graded player, regardless of position in the league, like, I think, wow. or, of starters or something like that or whatever. There was some sort of caveat Good or whatever. Good thing they but like, to a big free agent. Yeah, right? yes, right. And um, so, anyhow, we looks like – that they are going to get Keenan Allen back for the Chargers. Yeah. Now, this does at least somewhat make me wonder, uh, do we see, you know, again, a la the Cardinals, right? Mm-hmm. Do we see a different version of this Chargers team? Because we know Keenan Allen, one of the very best at getting open over the – I mean, he is a, a superb route runner, just knows how to get open. And, again, then it takes the pressure off Mike Williams, who we both know. He's not a number one. And, and like you're trying to – when you have to force him into being a number one, it just doesn't really work out all that well. But if he can be that solid number two, I think this offense does have – some upside here. I just don't know how effective Keenan Allen's going to be. And apparently, this is like the worst hamstring injury in the history of hamstring injuries. Right. Well, no, I, all of those points, mm-hmm. and you're taking on one of the worst defenses in the NFL, mm-hmm. which will kind of help probably ease that back in terms of a transition for him back on the field. Yeah, I think that would probably be the case. Yeah. It's it's actually, I was, out of all the totals on the board, I actually was kind of surprised. I think it opened 51, got down to the 50, like you mentioned, and yeah. I, I thought this would maybe start to move a little bit in the other direction. I, I think there's a path for both teams to have offensive success, but for the Chargers specifically, I mean, that's part of the reason, too, why I wanted the full seven, yeah. right, and just waited for it, because it, against the, the Broncos on Monday, it was there was pressure. I don't think he's going to get that. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of just throwing it like at the line of scrimmage because he just needed to get rid of the ball, and there wasn't much open downfield. You're not going to get that here. You This has the makings of a much more open and explosive offense, mm-hmm. I would say, for the Los Angeles Chargers. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm super interested in this one because, you know, we, we talk about – if, if there is something to heal a, a wounded offense, it would certainly be the Seattle defense. And I wonder if the Chargers start to look more like the Chargers that we thought maybe coming into the season in this game, or if I'm going to be unfair in thinking that they should. And it's like, ah, well, Keenan Allen's been out so long. It's it's not really fair to kind of judge them off of one game. So I have to try to, I got to try to watch this and, and, keep level, right? right? Because I was super high on the Chargers entering the season. I think a lot of people were. I had them as a, you know, my Super Bowl team coming out of the AFC, all the different things like that. And I don't think their season is dead, but certainly you let a game like this slip away. Yes. And it's almost dead. Then no, at that this, point. this is a, as much as it is for a team in their position, what are they for yeah. too, right? Like it, this is kind of a must win. Yeah. Like you can't drop a one against the Seattle, which look, Seattle has been plucky. They have been solid. Geno Smith has been playing at a level that we did not see coming. Uh, but you do not want to lose a home game to the Seahawks going into the bye week because it gets a little bit tougher yes. once you come out once yeah. you come out of the bye week. Yeah, if you are wondering um, from the Chargers here, they do go on bye, but then outside of the Falcons, it goes 49ers, Chiefs, Cardinals, Raiders, Dolphins, Titans, Colts, Rams, Broncos. You are looking at – We know the at, Colts are Super Bowl team Yes, now, right? I mean, so seriously, like they, flipped, yeah, they, they flipped, flipped the switch. switch. Yeah, yeah. so uh, – and who knows, by, the, by, by week 18, maybe the Broncos are looking like, you know, at least a team of the pulse. And so this Chargers squad cannot let this game go. That is for sure. So – Here's the game that is super interesting to me. Um, Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers. This is now one and a half to two in favor of the Chiefs. You can find multiple one and a halves out there in the market. 49 is your total. There are a couple of 48 and a halves if you're looking to play an over. John, this is the one that I didn't get. I ended up coming in. The point of entry to me was at point and a half on the Chiefs. Um, I understand that the 49ers are getting healthier. I understand that Bosa being out there is a big, big thing for them. I understand Trent Williams looking like he's going to be able to play is a big thing for them. That said, they are still ravaged by injury on the defensive side of mm-hmm. the ball. On top of the guys that are, they've already lost for the season, there are still other guys that are going to be out for this game. And so I look at this and, you know, not apples to apples, but you have a Chiefs team that was able to move the ball against the Bills. I think if you and I, if I had asked you, John, give me your top three defenses, top four defenses in all the NFL, the Bills are going to be in that breath whenever you're saying. So uh, 49ers very well might be as well, but I don't know why we are just looking at this as if like, oh, okay, so Bosa's back, and with Bosa being back, it's this Chiefs team's not going to be able to move the ball. I think this might be a little bit of an overreaction to what what seems – is definitely positive injury news, but it's not like, oh, the 49ers are healthy now. Uh, no, we're on the same page here, uh, and uh, I was kind of surprised. I thought the line would, even with the injuries, it's, it, it, like getting a little bit healthier for San mm-hmm. Francisco. You mentioned it, it's cluster injuries, right? Yeah. There are key guys. Both along, even if Trent Williams is trending to come back, still multiple offense linemen dealing with injuries, mm-hmm. including McGlinchey. Like, there's a lot of guys who are banged up in multiple positions. I'm with you, and maybe there is 
I don't know if there's a sentiment in the market. I, I know you love these things. Mm. I don't know if there's a sentiment that coming off of the game against the Bills that this isn't going to be like a very yeah. like concentrated effort. I don't really buy into that. It's the National Football League. These opportunities are few and far between. And coming off of a loss, you would assume you're coming in a little bit more focused with what happened. I just think when you're looking at everything as a whole, I, I'm – I agree with the thought that I was surprised it's heading towards San Francisco as opposed to not even just like probably just staying at two or maybe even go to two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And, and listen, you know, yes, I think Christian McCaffrey will probably play a handful of snaps in this game, but he's not going to be able to he's come in. He's not worth anything at this point. Yeah. He's not gonna be able to come in and you know, they're not, they, they are not able to draw up, you know, a scheme around him or anything like that. That just doesn't happen on a couple of days. And so, yeah, Will he run a couple of routes out of the backfield? Probably. Will he get a dump off? Probably. You know, but I mean, he's not, I'm not handicapping this as in, as if like, oh, wow, the 49ers and Christian McCaffrey, you know, are hosting the Chiefs. That's just, that's not how I'm I'm looking at this. And this Chiefs offense, guys, I mean, again, has been incredibly efficient. It is the number two overall DVOA offense. It is the number two offense, according to Pro Football Focus. If you take a look, their pass offense, first overall by Pro Football Focus and second overall by DVOA, their offensive EPA is number one ahead of the Bills, ahead of the Eagles, ahead of number one in all of the NFL. And so, again, good defense by for San Francisco, no doubt about it. I'm not going to say otherwise. I will say, however, it is a very, very good offense for the Chiefs still. Yes, to this day. And look, the defense for Kansas City, I think maybe that's something you point to as that would keep San Francisco in this. But I keep going back to, and it is. I'm just, for my personal evaluation, I'm just not there yet with Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. He is still the same guy, and he is going to put the ball in danger. We see that. He has a high turnover-worthy play rate. Sometimes those turnover-worthy plays turn into turnovers. Mm-hmm. And if you lose a possession battle with Kansas City, you're already behind the eight ball. So even if you're down in that regard, that's going to be something big here. And Kansas City, even with this offensive line getting a little bit healthier, they can get out the quarterback. Yeah. You know, depending on how you measure it, top four team in terms of pressure rate defensively, that's going to help in that regard too. I think we're on the same page here when it comes to and, this one. And the- the thing that I think is interesting, so one of the things we've seen is a shift against Kansas City so far this year, and again, it hasn't really worked all that well. I just read read, read you all their advanced statistics or whatever, but so it was the, okay, we're going to play this too deep zone against Patrick Mahomes last season. Yep. Then they figure it out. They spend all offseason, okay, preparing for that. So now he's started to see more man coverage because they're yep. like, oh, okay, they spent all offseason trying to figure out how to, you know, attack this zone, so let's give him more man coverage and things like that. Well, San Francisco, I don't think, has that luxury because, as you mentioned, the cluster injuries for them is on the defensive side of the ball, and certainly in the secondary and things like that, where guys not if they're if they're not banged up for this game, they've already they're already ruled out for the season, and so they don't have the dudes, I don't think, to give them some other look, and I think they're going to have to sit in that zone, which again, Patrick Mahomes and and Andy Reid have figured out how to attack, you know, this kind of like soft zone coverage that they're looking in. They're okay matriculating the ball down the field. And so I don't know, man, I just, I feel like I may be missing something because this line Mm -hmm. is going against me, but I I don't know. The 49ers are a highly rated team too, by the market. Mm -hmm. I think that's part of it. Like the market has been as stubborn as it has negative connotations. The 49ers have operated pretty highly, but I think that's part of it. The, The market is a little stubborn in its evaluation of the 49ers. We'll see what John's got in college football on the other side. We'll also talk this Pittsburgh Steelers, Miami Dolphins game. And listen, I know it's a Monday night football and we'll have all the coverage on Monday, but I do at least a little bit on Bears and Patriots because I got a lot of money on that one too. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Fall sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, basketball, or baseball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Friday Night College Football Bet and Get In, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. Head to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game. Final segment here on a Friday. Matt Brown, Jonathan Von Tobel, also known as Viper and the Warthog here on Fridays. And, uh, John, we are, we are uh, you know, listen, don't want to ignore college football here. I know you have a couple of bets in your account um, for the weekend. So let's, uh, let's talk about those. Yeah, so first off, Clemson-Syracuse, so it, obviously a very interesting game. Uh, undefeated Syracuse has gone off to a, a rip-roaring start, if you will. Uh, you know, the little punch, I like mm-hmm. that. Um, but they have not really played anybody. Like, even their last opponent, you look at, like, an NC State victory on their back of quarterback who can't really throw a ball. Like, I, there's a very strong argument made that Syracuse is somewhat fraudulent, almost like a New York Giants-esque type mm-hmm. resume, right? Um, but at the same time, it's the, the, the market has had this weird relationship with Clemson uh, these last couple of weeks, Matt, in that since the loss to Wake Forest, in which – and I was on Clemson there. They, they closed as a seven-point of, like, six-and-a-half, seven-point favorite. They end up winning that game by six. The, the market's kind of been down on them. And yet, they win and they cover against NC State. They win and they cover against Boston College. They win and they cover against Florida State. But the market has been super low on them. You know, the mm-hmm. Florida State game, for example, they let Florida State get back into it a little bit in the fourth quarter. They were, I laid three and a half. They only closed four and a half in that game. They ended yeah. up winning 34-28, and that was a comfortable margin. Same thing with the Boston College game. They were only laying, I think, 10, if I remember correctly. Won that game 31-3. to Like, the market is kind of odd. And the odder thing about this, you know, it's, it's one shop. Like DraftKings, though, for example, they have look headlines. Look ahead here was Clemson minus 16 and a half. It reopened Sunday at 13 and a half and sat there pretty much all week long. Right. I'm, I'm just kind of like at odds here. Like Clemson's been winning and covering. Mm-hmm. The market is clearly doesn't have the read on this here. And DJU has been a lot better. I was about to say, he's actually looked like the guy that maybe we thought he could be at least the last couple Absolutely. of weeks. Absolutely. Yeah. So like, I think all of these things put together, I'm just going to continue to kind of ride this. Like I was on them last week. I think the market's kind of off on how much better this team is. And we'll go with it again here. And they'll lay 13 and a half right under 14 against the Syracuse team that I think is a little fraudulent. And uh, New Mexico also in the account. Yeah, this one's not as sexy. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jake Hayner's still week to week. Uh, Fresno State is just, look, the Mountain West, I would say this. The Mountain West just isn't a good conference. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these teams are just kind of scrunched up together in this really big ball. And there's not much separating a lot of these squads. Hayner's week to week. And even if he comes back, we're not really sure how healthy he's going to be. And the thing that New Mexico can do relatively well is their linebacker core, their defense overall, very well coached. Danny Gonzalez is a good head coach, very well schemed up defense. Rocky Long runs that as well. Got to see it up close personally, and I bet on him a couple of times mm-hmm. here. Uh, I think that this is just one where there's not really many teams in the Mountain West that should be favored by double digits over the others. And this is just one of those spots where New Mexico at home against the Fresno State team that I think is a little overvalued. I'll take 10. Actually, I missed out on the best of this number. Sunday when we do the opening, you know, college football mm-hmm. lines revealed, there's actually 13. And humans and I, Matt Humans, talked about this. We thought that if Hainer's not going to play, we both thought this was going to be New Mexico like minus one. 
So right. it, this is kind of a, a number that I think is a little off market. So I'll take my shot with the Lobos. So college football talk here for you, and of course, you oh, you know it's college football. We're talking about New Mexico at home yes. against Fresno I mean, State. Hey, listen, that's, that's that's how you know that you've done your homework. Yeah. You know, I mean, listen, you're digging in. You're not just playing LSU Ole Miss this week and things like that. You, you play know, which, LSU? No, nah, man. I'm just this is it's it's one of those things where I actually actually kind of think LSU should win that game. So long, they, they, they did yeah. flip. They think Ole Miss opened two. Yeah, yeah. Two, yeah. I mean, I feel like they should win that game. It's just one of those deals where if they can if they can. Uh, they can basically keep the pressure off. Probably should have a day through the air, but you know, again, we shall see. I try not to bet LSU. We're storming this week, too by much, the way. you know. What uh, game is she get? In New Orleans for Tulane. Oh, okay. Yes, right. in New Orleans for Tulane. So hopefully taking in some uh, some good food down there. Gave her a couple of recommendations. She's probably not going to go to where I said. You know, I was going to say that's your neck of the woods. Right? It's yeah. one of those things. It's one of those things where it's like, hey, oh, you should give me to and then you give them to people, and then they come back, and then they don't uh, they don't I'm, say a word, so you know they didn't take you your recommendation. Any, uh, I know Steph's jealous. In a month, I get to go to Hawaii. If you have any Hawaii recommendations, mm. one of the ones is it's a chain. It's a it's like a Hawaii chain. Mm. Human swears by Zippies. Like talks about it all the time. So I'm going to try that once, but I want like yeah. a, a good spot. It's the, it's the, you know, people come to Vegas and they're like, oh, what should I do? Where should I go? What should I eat? And I, you give them the thing and then you never hear from them right. again. So, you know, they didn't take we're any of your. that White Castle yeah, down yeah, there. They Fremont. didn't take any of your advice whatsoever because, you know, right. if they if they did and loved it, then they would, oh, dude, great recommendation on that restaurant. And it's like. Yep. Crickets, you don't hear from them again until the next year that they come. Like, you don't hear from them for a full calendar then year. Then they ask for recommendations and they again. Answer, yeah. yeah, the same deal. And I'm like, yeah, the same stuff that you didn't do last year, okay? Uh, all right, so Pittsburgh Steelers, Miami Dolphins. And this is the, this is so interesting. So we get the Dak Prescott news. It comes off the seven down to six and a half as yes. opposed to in favor. We get the news that Kenny Pickett is going to start for the Steelers. And it goes the opposite direction. It's seven and a half now in favor of the Dolphins. It's almost like the market wanted yeah. uh, the market wanted uh, Mr. Trubisky out there. And instead, it's going to be Kenny Pickett. So seven and a half now in favor of the Dolphins. This is a teaserable game. Yes. And we talked about some of these other teaser legs that we like this week. Mine being this the, the, the Monday night game with the Patriots. But, um, you know, getting this down to a point and a half. John, I think the only thing we're worried about here is, you know, how how strict are they going to be with these guys coming off of concussion protocol, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if, is, if Tua takes one hit – is he going to be on the sideline? Because, again, this Dolphins team is not the same team when he's not out there. I still think they win the game against the Steelers, so you take this down to a point and a half. I think that's perfectly fine. I think that's just what gives me pause about laying the seven, what, what, what seven yesterday, seven and a half now. I think this is actually short, probably should be eight, nine, ten, something like that. But I, I do wonder, two, one, one big hit on Tua, mm-hmm. is he on the sideline? And if that's the case, I don't want my money locked into a, a big number like No, that. I think you're right. That's a, It's a fair thing to be afraid of. and Because I think, too, you were on so – you were on Minnesota last weekend mm-hmm. against this Miami Dolphins team, and I was excited to talk to you, talk to you about this game because I watched that game and I ended up using the Dolphins in the contest, and I came away thinking, you know, Mike McDaniel schemed up a really good plan, yeah. and they totally outgained them, yards per play, total yardage. I felt like they kind of let one get away with the ridiculous penalties and mistakes that they were making, so it kind of made me a little bit more bullish on them coming into this week. I'm with you. Like, I expected – even with, like, with Tua coming back and the way this offense operated without him, yeah. I thought this was going to be like 10 yes. uh, w- with uh, the Miami Dolphins. So I am tempted to at least use them in the contest, but I would agree with you in the sense that it, it is weird narratively how they have kind of been a little bit tighter with the leash. And if that is going to happen, as they are hyper-focused on Miami and Tua mm-hmm. himself, if that is going to be something that transpires here. But I, I think from market-wise, number-wise, and how this matchup plays out, I think it is a short number for Miami. I do too. I mean, I really maybe I'll sprinkle a a, a small, you know, sm- a small little something on it there. But definitely, I think I'm going to play a teaser with this uh, with this Dolphins team as well. Um, getting this thing down to a, it, was, it was a point when I played it, but even down to a point and a half is certainly something. Well, this is I Sunday think is, night, huh? Yeah, totally yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, so this is not it, that it, it changed anything. It's just another terrible game that we're probably going to win. Right, but. right. I mean, because listen, unless. Unless this Pittsburgh defense has like the game of the season for them, this Miami offense, say what you want to about the defense that has been kind of weirdly up mm-hmm. and down, you know, but this offense has shown up every week and specifically when two is under, under center, like they've been good, man. And really quickly, cause yeah. I'm glad you brought the Steelers defense. If you're making the argument that, Hey man, they locked up Tom Brady. So do the Atlanta Falcons. So yes. like we can go down the right. list of the teams that locked up Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. It's not a feather in the cap at this point of the season to yeah. do that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you hundred percent on that. I, and listen, we don't normally talk Monday night football on these Friday shows, but I do want to talk just a tad because I do have a lot of liability on this Patriots teaser leg from the eight down to two. And I do want to, if you want to get that in your account, I think it's one of the better legs of the year, John. I mean, look, this, this bears team is completely inept and I will give, 
if there if there is something that I will, you know, you guys know I don't like any of these like narrative things, narrative driven stuff or whatever. But look, Belichick getting an extra day Monday night football with a very, very, very weak offense coming to town. He is going to have this defense so ready for anything Justin Fields brings and anything that they can do. And I'm not really worried whether it's Mac Jones, whether it's Bailey Sappy, whether it's Brian Hoyer, I don't care whoever they stick under center. If they can't win this game by a field goal at home against this, against this bears team, then, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. Basically the extra time for, I was going to say Matt Eberflus to get yes, ready. It doesn't bother yes, you here. Yes. No, I, I'm with you. And if it's actually, you kind of took it out of my mouth. I, I don't really care scheming up offense or what the matchup is there. For me, it's Bill Belichick getting to watch film of Justin Fields in this offense mm-hmm. and being able to just pick it apart. We saw him do it too, but the last two weeks, we have seen what he's been able to do with teams that have a clear weakness. Did it to the Lions, did it to the Browns. Yeah. I, I, I agree with the teaser leg. I actually thought a Patriots, uh, a good old AFC East teaser of Patriots Dolphins yep. uh, is, a, is a really teasable uh, – a teasable, a very good viable candidate for a teaser. We'll run through our plays here, which actually is in my account. Uh, right after the pro tip here for this hour, guys, listen, star players coming back. We talked about this in, in several different games and even, you know, this, this, this is not just NFL, right? This could be NBA. This could be whatever, but star players coming back doesn't necessarily immediately equal success. John, like we're mm-hmm. talking about, like some of these injuries are different. Some of these things are that they're coming back are different. And so, you know, again, a hand injury for Dak Prescott doesn't necessarily mean that they're, the Cowboys are going to instantly be better. We don't know how this hand's going to affect him. We talk about Keenan Allen coming back. It's a hamstring injury for a wide receiver. We can't say that this offense is going to automatically be fixed because Keenan Allen's coming back or whatever. So just don't overreact to star players coming back off of lengthy injuries. Yep. Absolutely. All right. So let's run through our plays real quick. For me, I am on the under in the Panthers Bucks game. I am on Cincinnati pretty heavily. I think they roll in that one. Chiefs as well. Teaser legs of Bengals Patriots and also Dolphins Patriots. Uh, Jags minus three. Texas plus seven. Clemson 13 and a half. New Mexico plus 10 and a half. And then the three plays up there on uh, the NBA.com slash JBT. Viper in the Warthog Fridays, baby, right, right there on your screen. Be sure and stick to VEASAN.com for everything this weekend. Good luck on all your week seven bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus